Live from the National Finals Rodeo, this is the award-winning stamp show here today. If you can dream it, we can collect it. This is episode number 378. Brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center, a nonprofit 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately. This is Cash. This is Mark. This is Jim. And longtime listeners will notice that I didn't uh, tell you to support this witless Tosh by joining the Stamp Show here today community because I have a story to share. What is the plural of Tosh? Toshai. So uh, there has been a bit of a sensation on YouTube lately. And you know uh, how you can buy in Scotland a square foot of land and that gives you the right to call yourself a lord or a lady? Well, there's been a bunch of YouTube videos that have come out which say that's a scam. What? Yes. So it isn't a hereditary privilege that if you uh, own land that you get to call yourself a lord or a lady. And they charge $50 minimum. And if you get like the full framed certificate saying that you can call yourself a lord, they charge $140 for that. Hmm. Well, I did some research. And if you join the Stamp Show Here Today community, that actually does give you the right to call yourself a lord or a lady. And this is not a scam. Hmm. This, this goes back literally until I think last Wednesday where I did the research. And you know, everybody knows Elizabeth, right? She has a massive British collection and they made her queen. So she got to be Queen Elizabeth because of her stamp collection. Yeah. Charles, the new king of England, he got to be king because he got that stamp collection. He inherited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sir Roland Hill, when he invented the post- postage stamp, he was just Roland. You know, everybody, hey, Roland, how's it going? Nope. Sir Roland Hill. So there is absolute proof that if you join the Stamp Show Here Today community, you can call yourself a lord or a lady. How much does it cost to join the Stamp Show Here Today community? I think it's 10 bucks for a lifetime membership. Really? Is it that cheap? Yep. Man, we And need- you get, um, for limited time only, a super secret screen. Well, I, well, get, oh, I, I guess you don't. I, no, I got a confession to make. Um, I bought another 20 feet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the next 40. It's people, no longer exclusive. It's not. So the next 40 people <laughs> who join can get a screen too. <laughs> it's it's still a really good deal. And yeah. $10. Sir Cash. Yes. Yeah. So you get the wonder screen and the right to call yourself Lord or Lady. Oh, so it's not Sir Cash, it's Lord Cash. All right. Lord Cash. Yes, my lord. All right. So uh, that is something exclusively available to this podcast. Yeah, excellent. So what are we talking about today? What What is NFR? NFR is the National Finals Rodeo. It's a big it's deal. It's been held in Las Vegas now for 
over 10 years, probably a little longer than that. 20 years, maybe. Well, today at lunch, and again, if you're in Las Vegas, uh, South Point Buffet at 11, they come at 11.15, but we started about 11.30 having lunch at the buffet there. There was an extreme number of cowboy hats on the floor. Lots of hats, no cattle. Right. No cattle. <laughs> you could smell the cattle when you walked into the casino, but, but man, yeah, the cowboys everywhere. So Mark came up with the idea that for the podcast today, we should be talking about cowboys on stamps. And I would like to kick that off because it is the Christmas season also. Scott number 4446 is the Cowboys of the Silver Screen block of four. One of those Cowboys is Gene Autry, who was the original recording voice on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Wow. So now you've got a little bit of, shall we say, history about Cowboys and singing Cowboys and why and how it ties to Christmas season also. Yeah, a little bit of Christmas cheer for everybody. So at the, the National Final Rodeo is always held this first week of uh, December and uh, right before Christmas here in Las Vegas. Yeah, and if it weren't for Montgomery Ward Company, we would never know about Rudolph. That's right. And now Rudolph is still here, but Montgomery Ward is a relic of the past. And why? what is the tie between uh, Rudolph and Montgomery Ward? Uh, Montgomery Ward is the is the company that created Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Yeah. They printed a story. And and just to give a shout out to the person who wrote Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the person's name was. Person's name was Johnny Marks. So Johnny Marks, Gene Autry, and Montgomery Ward. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. We owe them. So let's talk a little bit about Cowboys on Stamps. Mark? Yeah. Give us a shout-out here. Well, I think uh, uh, most of the Cowboys that we see on the Stamps, uh, the ones you mentioned from uh, from 2010, the, the Cowboys on the Silver Screen, uh, a great issue, by the way, four different. Um, you also see Cowboys on the Legends of the West uh, issue from uh, 1994. But a remarkable, remarkably, not very many. Yeah. yeah, of those are actually cowboys. Right. Yep, there are very few. But uh, but actually, the 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 only issue that we know of that shows an actual working cowboy would be Scott number one one seven six from nineteen sixty one, the range conservation issue, which shows the trail boss. And actually, there's another one. Uh, 1248, the Charles Russell uh, commemorative, five-cent commemorative, has a painting by Charles Russell, who was indeed a cowboy. He lived out west and painted, and it's called Jerk Down. It's a roping of uh, cattle during a branding. That doesn't ring a bell. Uh, what does the stamp look like? Brown. <laughs> Multicolored. <laughs> it's a painting by Charles Russell. Of a cowboy at a branding, and yeah. they're roping a cattle, roping cattle. Yeah, it's got 1243. It uh, it basically just says U.S. postage, and then C.M. Uh, Russell, American artist. So we have a couple of 
we have a couple that are um, definitely cowboy themed, rodeo themed. Scott just walked in. Hi, Scott. There you go. There we go. Now I have a microphone. So why did you throw uh, Czechoslovakian, Czechoslovakian coiled up stamps at us? Well, I was in my office, and I decided I would turn around and grab a envelope of stamps to look at. And that's what I pulled out. And I, I thought, you know, you know it's really dry when your stamps curl. Yes. <laughs> and I thought I would give everybody an example of an extreme curled stamp. <laughs> that thing looks, looks like it's been made to spit one. Yeah, through. it looks like a roll. It yeah. looks like it was rolled up and you get put, ten of them cigarettes. and you can make a straw. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, I had a uh, a stack of probably twenty five or thirty stamps, and they're all like that. <laughs> yeah. And it took me a minute to get a couple of them out, but they're not stuck together. Nothing. They're just curled. <laughs> So since Scott's here, what's your favorite cowboy on postage stamps in the United States? My favorite cowboy on stamps. We're putting him on the spot. Bill Pickett. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> because we're not sure which one he is. Yeah. No, it's big not. big controversy with the air yep. stamp. Yeah. yeah. No, why don't you I, tell people, hold on, why don't, we, uh, why don't you tell a little story about that? Uh, what exactly are you talking about? And describe the stamp, because we, well, we just brought up the... Obviously, the stamp is a picture of a cowboy, but he happens to be uh, non-white. How do I say this politically correct, even though I don't believe in political correctness? Um, He's non-white. He was a cowboy. He was featured on the Legends of the West's souvenir uh, mini sheet back in 1994, I believe it was. And there was a because they... Put the wrong picture on the stamp. Not Ship- really much of a controversy. They just well, they they shipped the, the stamp picture. out, and then the the family came back and said, "Hey, wait, that's not Bill Pickett. That's his brother." <laughs> and so they recalled them all, reprinted them with the right picture, sent them out, and then they lotteried off three hundred thousand of the misprinted sheets. So it's not rare today, but it is. It still commands a a, a fair. Price over what the uh, what the regularly issued sheet carries. Well, the normal sheet, generally speaking, you're not going to find that in a discount postage lot. You're going to probably well, actually, you can find them in discount postage lots because people don't look. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> but if you're actually going to buy one, the dealer will probably charge you around 120 bucks, and yeah, uh, they're a little less a on the, they're a little less on the wholesale market. Yeah, I think they're about 70. You could probably find one for 75. You can probably find one for 75, but the retail price is around 120. We're we're talking about the air sheet now. The air sheet, yes. The recalled sheet. And it. And it brings a premium if it's in the original envelope that you Absolutely. The original blue envelope from the USPS brings a premium. Because Um, everybody removed it because they put them in your album. There's actually a spot in your album for this. Yes. And. so if you saved the the blue envelope, don't throw it away. Keep it there, and mm-hmm. you know, put a put a note with it that says, "Don't get rid of this envelope." It increases the value of the sheet, and then, uh, but even if you took the sheet out, it's okay if the envelope's open and the sheet's removed, as long as you have the sheet, the envelope and the sheet together. Yeah, that is true. 
Why? I don't know, because you can't put the envelope in the in the album, but it came in a nice envelope. What other Cowboys? What's the earliest Cowboy? Because I think I know what it is, but I want to see if I'm correct. Well, I'm going to go with number 113, the Pony Express Rider. Yeah, he's not a Cowboy. Mm, I don't know. You could argue that because that's who they were. Mm. They did hire Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, that's stretching it. Yeah. Well, you said the earliest. Yeah. I I was thinking the uh, Trans-Mississippi, where it shows the wagon train. Troops guarding the immigration. Right. And uh, so there, you're going to have some cowboys in there. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Is there one earlier? There may be one in the uh, Columbian set. Oh, yeah. Uh, Columbus. Columbus Landing. And then uh, seeing all the uh, cowboys in the background? No, I checked those. <laughs> <laughs> now, I did uh, find, you know, Teddy Roosevelt's on the number 557 in the fourth bureau set. And Teddy Roosevelt uh, spent time cowboying out That's west. That's true. That's true. He was, um, in th- that is what led him to be such a conservationist when it came time for politics. But, yeah, he he was uh, big on that. So that could, although he doesn't look like a cowboy in the portrait, it's a portrait of him when he was president, but he was a cowboy. That's a good point. I'm sure we must have had other cowboy presidents. Ronald Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, when we start talking about cowboys. Oh, it, he was only a cowboy. I mean, <laughs> you're not a real cowboy if you don't aren't a big admirer of John Wayne, who was never really a cowboy, but he played so many cowboys in movies that he's like the icon for Western cowboys. Mm. And he's been on a couple of stamps. So. Has Jimmy Stewart ever been on it? Jimmy Stewart has been yes. on a stamp. Jimmy Stewart was on him. And oh, he he was on the fam- uh, the uh, Legends of Hollywood. Yes, and yeah. Henry Fonda. A lot of lot of actors who played cowboys, but Wayne kind of was was the. the I mean, he's just the epitome. I've never met a cowboy that didn't like John Wayne. Yeah, you know. So. Hello, my my grandfather liked uh, Zane Grey novels and Gunsmoke, so he was a big James mm. Arness fan. Yep. You know, they had the. Uh, Silver screen or the TV legends was uh, Gunsmoke one of those stamps? I don't believe it was. Um, the early TV memories that I saw there was Hopalong Cassidy and The Lone Ranger, oh, okay. which were two um, television shows in the early years that showed cowboys. Another one that uh, we probably have to think about a little bit is Will Rogers. Will Rogers was first. Pictured on a stamp in 1948. Why do we have to think about that? He he was clearly a cowboy. Yeah, but you don't normally think of him as a cowboy. You don't normally think of him as a cowboy because he's like on the stamp they call him actor and humorist. Yeah, but he was definitely a cowboy. He used well, to he, he was he used also to do a lariat on stage yeah. and the whole thing. So, also uh, little known fact. One of the co-inventors of the tube sock. See, now we get into the tube nah. sock 
stuff and you're starting to lose me here <laughs> lord cash <laughs> but the uh i think the stamp program has been far more influenced by indians than cowboys yeah well, why don't we do an indian next one yeah sure hey, that'll be interesting because um we you know you could probably name five indians but there's obviously far uh, far more than five and they just came out with the one for uh, I forget what the Indian's name was. And by, we're oh, in the twenty twenty three, yeah, uh, program, yeah. And of course, we're speaking about Amer- Native American Indians, not India subcontinent, subcontinent uh, New Delhi Indians. Yeah, I I think that um, Native heritage goes back. Um, in America, uh, there's an awful lot of people who have uh, Native heritage in their genealogy or in their ancestry. There was a lot of uh, oh, intermarriage, yeah. and so yeah, it it's a it's a good topic. Yeah, and there's a lot of themes revolving around that too, with different Native tribes, and we got baskets and masks and well, the totems. In- the interesting thing too is that. The American Indian is a cultural and a racial category, whereas a cowboy is an employment category. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And they, so, were, they were talking about how a majority of cowboys were not white, minorities. Yes. And so uh, it is, you know, Another part of it that people, you know, that you relate John Wayne, but it would be very easy to see, you know, a black or a Hispanic cowboy far or, more than a white one. Most or of uh, uh, what they used to call half breeds, you know, the Indians that uh, grew up. Yeah, Indians could actually be pet cowboys. Yeah, they, and I'm sure they were. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, it was a job. So, you yeah. know, you hired who. <laughs> Do you know how to punch a cow and uh, ride a horse? <laughs> Rope and brand. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in Las Vegas, there's at least two large venues where they have um, what they call a cowboy Christmas, where they're, they have vendors set up where you can go and buy cowboy paraphernalia and so forth. And I'm wondering, um, do you think uh, cowboys could be interested in collecting stamps? Um, there's not a lot of cowboy stamps. There's some horse stamps. Well, the but cattle stamps. Have cattle. you ever actually gone down the hallway to the rodeo facility at South Point there and seen the facility? I've seen the facility. It, have you, Mark? Yes, it's a okay. it's a nice facility. Yeah, yes. it's like an amphitheater with a dirt floor where they do the rodeos and all that stuff. Totally indoor. Totally indoor. Uh, big, huge double doors where you know they bring mm-hmm. in the horses and the cows and what everything. Then up above the amphitheater, there is this huge, like, convention area. And it's filled with booths of people selling stuff. Right. And I could very easily see a booth there for cowboy memorabilia stamp collecting. Or or maybe not stamp collecting, but you know how you have uh, the companies that do the picture frames and it'll have like a stamp, a letter, and then a picture of the person and maybe an autograph. You know, stuff like that for uh, Gene Autry or mm-hmm. John Wayne or whoever. Yeah. 
Yep. So who are some other cowboys that have been on stamps? Well, let's see. We've got... Um, well, how about between Trans-Mississippi, which was 1898, mm-hmm. right, and uh, Will Rogers, which was 19... I'm saying 1940, 1941, somewhere around there. Yes. Well, 48. Oh, 48? Mm-hmm. So you got a 50-year spread there. There had to be some cowboys in between there. There were some Western themes, but not actually cowboys. Um, there was a bison stamp in the fourth bureaus, the 30-cent bison. Um, there was um, uh, the Rough Rider stamp of 1948, which was basically, you know, uh, the Rough Riders, although they were a military unit, they were made up of Western yeah. Cowboys, yeah. almost exclusive. Well, not almost exclusive, but a lot of them were from Arizona and the Western uh, part of the country. You brought up the uh, 20 cent Fourth Bureau issue, or excuse me, the 30 cent mm-hmm. uh, Buffalo or right. Bison, excuse me. Um, reminds me of the 20 cent stamp because the 20 cent stamp says Golden Gate. Uh huh. You know where San Francisco got the name Golden Gate? What what they were named after? I have no idea. They were named after Constantinople, the Dardanelles in Turkey. That's and they said this is like that. Yeah. I just thought that was very interesting that, you know, the Golden Gate is not the bridge. Yeah. The it's Golden the Gate. The gate. It's and, the, the entrance into the bay. Right, and it's named after Constantinople, well, just a weird non sequitur there. Yeah. Well, we started the show with that non sequitur. <laughs> right. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Cowboys. Yeah. But, you you know, usually this show doesn't go off in weird tangents, right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is a fact that there are not many stamps that show working cowboys. No. The, most of the stamps that celebrate cowboys in, in the U.S. stamp program are people who played cowboys on TV. Yeah, I I like the cattles in the storm, the $1 Trans-Mississippi. I really like the cattle of the storm stamp, the $1 Trans-Mississippi. Yep. Um although it one of the th- real endearing qualities about that is most stamp collectors view that as one of the most beautiful designs and um uh, classic stamps that we have but it also shows the cattle as a herd the downside of that is it's not a western united states portrait that they use they use the scottish uh portrait oh really yeah so the the (laughs) cattle are actually scottish cattle in a storm but still it's it's kind of like the eight cent one with the troops guarding um the wagon train, and there's also in that in that uh, series the ten cent hardship of immigrants, oh, yeah. which shows yeah. the broken down or something wagon there with uh, immigrants in it. So there's some um, themes, Western themes. Right. You know, it's got Fremont on top of the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, celebrating they just don't, the exploration. But they don't directly commemorate right. the cowboy. Well, I don't consider yeah. Fremont and um, Lewis and Clark as cowboys. 
No, a cowboy is a person, person who herds cattle. cattle. Yeah, but those are certainly. If you're talking about rodeo, now you're talking about horses, cattle, roping, uh, Indians, a lot of different things that kind of yeah. come into it. But anyway, I, I like I like to be as specific as possible. So, you know, Teddy Roosevelt, you know, he's sort of a peripheral cowboy. Mm-hmm. Um. He didn't grow up a cowboy, but he worked as one. Exactly. And so uh, eh, just showing a broken down wagon isn't necessarily a cowboy stamp, in my opinion. Yeah. As opposed to, like you talked about in the 2023, Chief Standing Bear. Oh, that's who it was, yes. That depicts the actual guy. I mean, there's nothing else on that stamp but him. That he's, he's, He's the one being honored. Well, you have that in the, is it the Great American series with uh, Red Cloud and, mm-hmm. yeah, and then inside of the uh, Legends of the West, you have a couple. Yes. Again, of the more famous, Geronimo. yeah, for, uh, more famous uh, Indians. Sitting Bull. Yep. Um, the uh, Wild West show. Do, did they ever put out a stamp for? Uh, Bill Cody in the Wild uh, Buffalo Bills Wild West show. I think that's in the 1994 issue too. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. a corner one, isn't right. it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, those. Yeah, so as as far as commemorating a true cowboy who worked as a cowboy, there really isn't one. There really isn't an issue. Well, I think the I think Bill Pickett, right, would qualify for that. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I think kind of when you really really get specific. Not just showing a cowboy, but actually commemorating a real cow punching, horse riding cowboy. Uh-huh. I think Bill Pickett is kind Might of the, the only, only one. one. Yeah. And he was on an error sheet. So I'm, you get him I'm, and his brother. You got two of them yeah. for the price of three. Because <laughs> <laughs> th- the one sheet's twice as much yeah. as the other. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that. Now that we've definitively stated that there's, he's probably the only one, we're going to get emails from people who will come up with another one. Oh, I know something because, uh, Mark, you have uh, Scott's catalog right in front. There's an index in the back. Look up and see if Cowboy. Well, and the, and the first part of the page is there's the um, topics. There's yeah. a t- you can look up by topic, and the only, the only one that comes up on topic is the uh, – is the forty-four cent issue? Oh, so okay. The movie Cowboys. The movie Cowboys, yeah. Well, because the Legends of the West had uh, Western performers and explorers, you know, and military people, right? And everything so else. yeah, so it was not exactly geared for Western cowboy things. No, it was. It was. But just, it had that Bill Pickett in no, it. No, that was Western history more yeah. than anything else. Yeah. It's like the Civil War sheet has a lot of Civil War stuff and then a lot of stuff that is peripherally related. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, again, you mentioned uh, the Scottish cattle in the storm. Yes. Don't buy a foot of land in Scotland and expect to call yourself a lord 
Join the Stamp Show here today community, and then you will officially be able to call yourself a lord or a lady or both. Who am I to judge? That's right, yeah. However you identify. So I think we ought to sign off with our titles then. This is Lord Cash. This is Lord Mark. This is Lord Jim. And uh, happy collecting. We need your help. Nothing on the internet is free, including our phone and internet connections. So you can support the podcast by joining the Stamp Show Here Today Club. The cost is $10 for a lifetime membership. Please include your APS member number as we are an APS-affiliated club. Your support is greatly appreciated. Our brand new spanking address is 5965 Harrison Drive, Suite 6 in Las Vegas, Nevada, 89120. You left out the word glorious. Fabulous. <laughs> because you don't put that on the letter. Oh. Well, you could. You could, yeah. You could, yeah. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun, but now the time has come to go. If this Silcom was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! <laughs> Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.